One, two, three, four, five. And we are back with the TMCJ podcast. We are on episode 11, Blue. And we're doing it an hour 11. earlier. Oh my. Is it an hour earlier? Oh uh, yeah, yes. I, man. It's more than an hour earlier than usual. But I've been awake since midnight, alright? I have no idea what time it is. <laughs> <laughs> what time is it over uh, there right now? Uh, it's currently one, just coming up to 1pm. Okay. So, Just yeah. for, for reference, we usually record these around uh, 9 a.m. Eastern time on a Saturday, and um, it's currently 7.40. Uh, so. Yeah, we actually got our shit together this morning. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, so, launching straight into it, what is... I'm so, curious now what topics are. <laughs> topics, that right off the bat, um, so this, this is a, a topic that is near and dear to my heart, and that is uh, celebrities being cringy. Uh, <laughs> oh, this sounds like a, an interesting. Uh, oof. I know very little about celebrities. <laughs> so you may you may or may not know um, there's an election going on in the U.S. Uh, right. And between uh, Donald Duck and whoever the other one is. Yeah, that, that's exactly yeah. what their names are: Donald Duck and whoever the other one's name is. So yeah, yeah. recently, and this always happens whenever the. <laughs> is that his name? Sorry, right. no. <laughs> Bidet. <laughs> I don't know. This this sort of thing always happens whenever there's some big big topic that's covering all the news in the U.S. At least, and I assume it probably happens abroad as well. But celebrities come out of the woodwork and start talking to everyone like anyone gives a shit what they think. Right. And so the most oh, so recent they, like, one, taking sides. Sometimes they take sides. Sometimes they don't take sides. But they always just want attention. So um, okay. I'll give you a perfect example. This this is the one that that made me want to put the topic on here. They so because of the whole COVID situation, um, mail-in ballots are becoming more of a thing here. More more people aren't wanting to go to the polling stations to vote, so they're mailing in votes. But most yeah, people yeah. are idiots and fill the, the things out wrong. So what? What they the celebrities did on the surface, I'm like, okay, it's it's a PSA to tell people how to fill these things out pro uh, like properly, yeah. but the way they did it was so just, oh, it was peak cringe. They a bunch of random celebrities did the PSA naked. What? 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 They, it's a YouTube video. It's a compilation of a bunch of different YouTube? celebrities telling you how to fill out these forms naked. What? Like how did what? How did they get away with that? I don't know. I think they blur out the bits, but what the fuck does that have to do with anything? It doesn't. But again, and I think <laughs> I I looked under the video and I did what you never should do, and I looked at the comments below a YouTube video, um, yeah. and the, the, one of the top comments below it was, um, it was it was just uh, celebrities when no one pays attention to them for a month. And it's like, Damn. yeah, <laughs> they just. I'm just imagining like Ellen DeGeneres doing some pro pro Trump video, and that the the caption is just grab him by the pussy. Oh my god! Oh, shit, I might have to blank that actually. <laughs> <laughs> if I remember to, I barely remember to edit these. Uh, um, doesn't matter. But, but yeah, no, there was there was yeah, and it was just random celebrities. I, I can't. The guy that played the Hulk was in there. Uh, oh god. Sarah's, I, Sarah Silverman yeah. was in there. It wasn't just women; it was men and women, and he is an young idiot, and old. Isn't he? Like this has been proven time and time again that the person who plays what? the Hulk is not. There, Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, Mark Ruffalo. I think his name is. 
Yeah. Um, I don't know. Well, I, celebrities in general, I don't know. It, it's like, um, oh, I, I, there was a comedian I, 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 I heard one time that said this. And it's like, celebrities have basically no business telling people anything outside of how to act or how to make movies, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's like if, uh, like, just, just because they're famous doesn't mean that their opinions actually matter on things that they know nothing about. Yeah. So it's like, just, I don't understand why people listen to them. And I don't understand, well, I know why they make videos like that. They want attention. Mm-hmm. But... <laughs> It's just yeah, oh, it's kind of like a fucked up ice bucket challenge. It sounds like. <laughs> Except that one actually involved like getting people to donate to charity. This was just an excuse for celebrities to get their tits out. Well, I mean, um, yeah, I mean, hell, it just sounds I don't know awful. I haven't heard anything about this weirdly enough, so I'm, I'm which I'm surprised by because. Yeah. You know. I mean, it's YouTube. Yeah, well, exactly. I don't know. Maybe they they thought you being over in the UK, you you weren't interested. Well, I saw a um, a thumbnail earlier today of uh, of of Mark Ruffalo, something about him being incredibly stupid. But I didn't click on it because I just it just sounded I, a bit too generic. I think he said something else. Like he's he's become very he's one of those celebrities that I. I think uh, tends to rant and rave a lot on Twitter mm. um, about anything because uh, I, I feel Twitter like I, is just the worst. Well, we we talked about this when I think we social media was was it last yeah last time we were talking about social media but yeah Twitter is just um, what, the way I described it and I still stand by this is it's like you log into Netflix and you start scrolling and scrolling and scrolling through shows but you never actually watch anything. That's mm. Twitter. Yeah. It's always the worst when you... Anyway, that, that's a pretty different thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, so... Okay, so... Is it actually affecting anything? Are people actually... Oh, I doubt it. Because, A, it would require people to actually give a crap what these celebrities think. And, B, it would require for people to actually listen to what they were saying and not looking at the naked people. Right? Like, it's kind of distracting, I imagine. I mean, can you imagine trying to do, like, a maths exam with your teacher just with his knockers out in front of you? I think, I think I'd just take the F and leave. Yeah, I'd just <laughs> fucking eat the paper. I'm thinking of the, the math teachers I had in high school, and there's not a single one of them I would like to see naked. I can't even remember my math teacher. Oh, yeah, I can. Oh, God, yeah, no, that wouldn't be good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, God. Uh, anyway... But yeah, uh, there was that. And whenever whenever something like this happens and celebrities do this, it inevitably gets mocked relentlessly. Um, one of my favorite examples of this is um, a few years back, there was the whole push. Because there was, like, within a few uh, months of each other, there was kind of a rash of uh, kids and school shootings, right? And right, okay celebrities came out and they did this again a bunch of random celebrities they did this PSA where it was like black and white video somber music hushed tones and they just listed off the names of the schools and it came across as such uh like uh I don't know like again I can see 
the thinking behind it. They were trying to do something good, trying to bring awareness to something bad that's happening. Um, but yeah. they did it in such a over-the-top, you know, dramatic way that it just came across as disingenuous. And this is my favorite part about it. It got mocked relentlessly. They took a clip from that. And look it up. You can find it pretty easily. It's just look up Jedi Temple meme. Because they edited it in, like, it's it's them listing off, like... Oh, the Padlons or something. Yeah, you know, they're, they're listing off schools, right? And it's like, you know, one celebrity is like, you know, Fort Hood. Another celebrity is like Aurora. And then it cuts, and then it's Emperor Palpatine in the same setup as the rest of them, photoshopped oh, in. And he's like, Jedi Temple. It's just... It's... It's a dark joke, but I. Yeah. It's you're. <sighs> I know what you mean you. Uh, I. It, an example has to be made that this shit doesn't happen again, kind of thing. Um, like a more recent example, um, where companies or celebrities or things try and uh, capitalize on. Well, not even capitalize. They're just trying to show their support, but they don't think about it enough before they make an action mm. was that during the uh, the Black Lives Matter thing a lot of people were posting those uh, pictures of just a black square oh yeah yep and there were companies getting utterly roasted over it. I know there was a um, climbing company called mm. Black Diamond I think it was yeah uh, which yeah they, they posted that and then like instantly got hundreds of people saying well how much did you donate to their calls kind of right thing. exactly is this just your marketing uh, department or are you actually doing anything yeah and i uh, i kind of had two minds because yeah it's it's trying to be trendy it's trying to do whatever hap is happening at the current time and yeah, yeah that's it is what it is at the same time though they are still showing a conscious that they are aware of the issues in the world and they are kind of spreading the message um so I don't know, I don't think it's worth a lot of the hatred that came out of people being like, you don't have yeah. the right to say this because you haven't done enough. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know, it's it's a two-way sword. Um, it is, and that's why, I don't know, my, my personal stance has always been if you're a celebrity or if you're a company, well, actually, no. Celebrities, okay, they're individuals, they can do stuff, they can participate that's that's perfectly legit they're people too they can go out and you know volunteer or donate or you know put out a little psa on their own saying um hey you know i want to bring awareness to this cause or something like that that's cool the problem i have is when they get into these high production value like multi like it's clearly there was a marketing team and a producer yeah. and a director behind these things it's like you're this isn't this isn't a movie stop the other dramatize and companies in general if unless your company is directly involved in something you need to shut the fuck up like I, I i hate it when say um i don't know like a candy bar company comes out and they start lecturing people about social issues or politics it's like shut the fuck mm -hmm. up just sell me candy yeah it's uh yeah people people branching into realms that they're not aware of yeah uh, like us on this podcast <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is this should be noted that this is this is not none of these opinions or statements are made with any sort of um relevant qualifications this is just no. two random yahoos spouting off this bullshit is, 
our take on it. And we don't want people listening to 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 anything that we say, we don't want you to take it as gospel because yeah, we're just as clueless as anyone else and yeah. if you really mean if something means enough to you, you should go out and research it yourself and draw right. your own conclusions. Right. And if it uh, if it means enough to you then you shouldn't be, you know, <laughs> listening to us anyway. Yeah. Like <laughs> In general, just on the topic, like if if you're really passionate about something, you know, go out, do it, hmm. just do it, just do it. Don't let your dreams be memes. Oh my god, uh, what a brilliant opening. Oh, man, all does right. that mean I put Shia LaBeouf in the thumbnail? Now? Oh god, <laughs> Shia LaBeouf. That's all I needed. Fucking Shia yeah. LaBeouf. Actual what? cannibal Shia LaBeouf. What is that guy up to these days? Like his know, his yeah. whole career was just fascinating to me. It was like two thousand and five that he was big, wasn't it? Well, Something so like he not two thousand five, two thousand fifteen. It was it was even before. So <laughs> I've actually um, she he he first got his break on a Disney Channel TV show called Even Stevens, where he played like a. I don't know, kind of schlubby younger brother to his right. prim. I've heard of it. I've not seen it. I, I saw it as a kid. Um, actually, it was a pretty good show. It was pretty funny. Um, oh wait, is that like the? Oh, maybe I have seen. It. I think he had he like might have, um, shown me it. So he was like Shia LaBeouf played like this younger schlubby like brother who was kind of like a mediocre student, um, kind of like a generic teenage boy, where his sister was like the older prim and proper honor student. And it was the two of them clashing, and it was just, it was a sitcom. It was a sitcom. Okay, no, I haven't seen it. I'm looking it up now, but I haven't seen it. When did it come out? God, he looks so young. When did when did that come out? Uh, Does it say? It says June twenty uh, June seventeenth, two thousand. Oh, okay, God, twenty years old. All right, so yeah. I would have I would have been like twelve when that was airing. Um, Final episode date two thousand and three. Yeah, yeah. So I yeah. I, mean, I watched it when I was. Um, yeah, I guess uh, just it would it would have been just before I went into high school, um, but it was it, so like I remember seeing him in that, and then he showed like he disappeared off my radar for a few years, and then he showed up playing the main character in like the Transformers movies. Yeah, that's what I know him from, and and he was in the the fourth uh, Indiana Jones movie. Yeah, he was a little kid, wasn't he? Yep. Uh, oh. Shit. Okay, so I'm, I'm sorry. I'm looking at I'm looking at Shadow. By the way, his um, Google like standard image does look a bit dead behind the eyes. <laughs> uh, but underneath that, it says people. People also ask what happened to Shia LaBeouf. July eighth, twenty seventeen. LaBeouf is handcuffed and arrested at four a.m. Well, that happens all the, the time. Georgia Hotel. Uh, Charges public drunkenness, disorderly conduct, and obstruction. Yeah, do you want the Basically whole story? Just being an ass. He he got he got drunk and went to a theatrical performance. Sat down at some random person's table, started drinking there, offered to give them a drink, then got up and started shouting at the stage. Yeah, <laughs> and then he said something quite racist by the sounds of it. Oh uh, uh, yeah, who knows what? He, but anyway, yeah. So yeah, he he had like some it. kind of a mental breakdown. Um, yeah. A few years back, and then he kind of came back and went back and forth. Like, he's guys. Guys had an interesting career as an adult. Um, mm. To say that if you can 
call it that. He like he's he did a few big high production, high like profile movies, and then he kind of fell off the radar and started doing all this indie art shit. Um, I don't know. <laughs> he's he's an interesting enough uh, person that I've I've kind of uh, every now and again checked in to see what the hell he was doing. Yeah, I say after saying that people shouldn't pay attention to celebrities. Um, he's he's unique. Yeah, but you don't follow the way, the things that he does. Oh, of like, course you not. Don't take off of him. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think it's good to learn from the examples of famous people. And don't Do get me wrong, I mean? there there are some celebrities that I have a lot of respect for. Um, the way they comport themselves because some celebrities they go out there and they're just you know bouncing off the walls doing whatever the hell partying and causing yeah. mayhem and saying stupid shit um but other ones actually seem to be more grounded and have um decent opinions um yeah i mean morgan freeman's a good example of that like if you ever hear, heard him talk like in interviews and stuff and heard some of his thoughts the guy actually like he more than most celebrities, he seems to have a head on his shoulder. Hmm. That's, I mean, that's that's the rare case you get, though, of celebrities who are genuinely very intelligent, like Stephen Fry, for example. Um, or Bill Bailey, very funny comedian, hmm. actor, and also, he's just really fucking talented. Um, I'm really quite smart. Uh, yeah, so I think that, that there's a few people that kind of are in that perfect position of being famous and funny and intelligent as well so I suppose I don't know if I was to follow anyone on Twitter it would be people like that <laughs> not yeah. uh, glamour people because looks don't really mean that much in this you know, world well I mean they mean quite a bit in Hollywood that's how they get the jobs half the time well yeah <laughs> to get to, to to get money, yeah, but um, to live a good life, I don't really. Think. I mean, there are these people who, you know, make shitloads, and uh, because of like one aspect of themselves, and then you see them. Yeah, that one well, aspect. Like Shia LaBeouf getting arrested, yeah, and thrown in prison. Yeah, um, or they they or, have that one aspect, and the one aspect fades, and then what's left? Yeah. Yeah, um, the other one that uh, always annoys me is that uh, Canadian singer Justin Bieber. God, he annoys me. I mean, that, his face annoys me. I'm pretty sure he annoys everyone. <laughs> he's like he's so rude though. He like spat at taxi drivers. He's done all these horrible things. And yeah. He's just a fucking runt. Part of that, I wonder. Like, I wonder if a, a good chunk of that is him trying to keep up kind of an image and keep his name like out there um and how much of that is just because he became a celebrity when he was like what eight ten well, I, like, I have no idea the kid looked like he was eight until he was 20 yeah so like the you're saying the kind of uh no news is bad news kind of thing like, yeah exactly yeah like he brings in the money i, I feel like a, a good number of singers celebrities and stuff they they do that to keep their names out there you know mm -hmm. oh, this first section has been far too serious for the amount of coffee i've been drinking <laughs> <laughs> well let's let's go on to something um 
completely unrelated to this. Um, okay, I wrote, yeah. this I wrote is the second topic. I wrote this topic down completely on a whim because I was running out of ideas. Cooking. Okay. Cooking. Oh. Let's talk about cooking. I'll start off for breakfast this morning. I made uh, egg fried rice and, I, well, I had a banana on the side. I didn't really cook that. But, Ooh. like, I love cooking. I love, yeah. like, cooking, cooking pretty much anything. And this lock that's one nice thing about this lockdown has been that because I don't have a commute now, I have time to cook all my meals. So I've been able yeah. to get creative with recipes. Um, egg fried rice yeah. is, is amazingly simple. And I just, oh. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, it is delicious. No, I was gonna say, um, as a kid, I never really liked cooking because so I think um, it was in my in my household <laughs> when you're cooking, I was being supervised, mm. and everything had to be done at very precise times. And if not, then you know, you need to hurry up, or someone else will do it for you, kind of thing. Ah. Uh. Uh, so I don't, I don't know. Uh, if you're if you're listening, mum, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> Um, but I think as I've grown up I, I've definitely this is going to sound really dumb and nerdy but particularly in video games I do get quite excited over cooking parts I yeah uh, even as incredibly simple as they are I the, the idea of it, it's, it's a creative outlet um, yeah. and I don't know it's, it's exciting for me well, uh, I've, sorry no 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 finish your thought I thought you were done there Oh, no, I was just going to finish with... I've, I've never really had a... My own kitchen. Like, it's always been... Like, even when I was in a student accommodation, we weren't allowed our own kitchen. We had to have, like, this communal uh, place where people who are brought in from the outside cook, and we just have to... Basically a cafeteria. Yeah. Uh, and I was kind of a bit disappointed by that. Um, but yeah, go on. So, um, I I love cooking. I started cooking at a very very young age. Um, also, my my mother taught me. I was gonna say I think I u- I usually say it was probably around when I was six, but it was I think it was actually earlier than that because I remember making lobster with my mother um, in our old apartment, and that was when I was four or mm. younger. Um, I probably didn't do much other than like you know watch her boil the water and and maybe help prepare the thing. Yeah, my yeah. memories of that are very vague because again I was like four years old. But um, yeah, I've always I've always loved cooking and I've um, I've never. So what you're saying about things being done at the proper time and in the right order and everything that was never something that I got grow growing growing up. And I don't know if it's um, necessarily the the way my mom taught me or if I just kind of went off on my own after that but I always I always do everything by like feel I don't really time anything unless some things I'll, I'll time like if it's got like a specific um, like if it's like a pre-packaged thing that it's like put this in the oven it for 20 minutes I'm like okay I'll do that um, but yeah. I, I usually finick around with like so it says do it to 400 degrees I'll do it to like 415 or something depending on how I want it to come out but hmm. When I'm cooking stuff on the stovetop, like if I'm doing pasta dishes or stir fries or um, like stews or soups or things like that, I'll kind of wing it and, you know, do the spices by taste or by look or smell. But, and this is one of the reasons, I never, the one type of cooking, I never learned how to bake and I hate baking and it's because 
everything has to be like that. It has to be precise and at the right time and in the right quantities. You can't just wing it with a lot of other food. So. Yeah, I uh, I do a bit of like I cook pasta quite a bit for myself. Mm. Um, and so I do consider myself one step above the microwave users. <laughs> but uh, I still use the microwave all the time though, of course. Um, I don't know. I, 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 it's one of those things where I've, I've given the opportunity when I when I do finally have like my own properly my own place. Mm. I'd love to just fuck around with all sorts. Like watching um, uh, the most recent one has been Life of Boris. Yeah, uh, he does a lot of really wacky cooking videos of really really easy stuff. Not many ingredients. And a lot of it's kind of um, studenty, end of the month food kind of thing. Yeah, I gotcha. Uh, but it looks—I don't know—it it, it seems really nice. I don't know. If it's just his editing is really good or something. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's just a bit mad, and he's so like reckless in the videos that he, it looks like anyone can kind of do it, and it really makes me want to cook. And then I remember that I can't do that. But. <laughs> I mean that's that's the I think that's important though. I, more more people should cook because it's yeah it's a very satisfying thing. Um, yeah. You were mentioning when you're in the student accommodations uh, that you didn't have a kitchen there. Is that we I remember you saying? Yeah, I. Uh, so God, the the reason I'm thinking of this is so I I lived in the dorms all four years I was at college, um, yeah. and two of the three years we had our own kitchen um mm. one of the our fr our freshman year it was a freshman dorm so we didn't have a kitchen we had a microwave and a mini fridge same thing our our sophomore year we managed to get a uh a campus-owned apartment dorm so it was a seven-person dorm it had a living room and a kitchen great place uh and then our junior year we got into one that again didn't have a it didn't have its own kitchen but it had a bar in the dorm in the downstairs, which was pretty awesome. Um, mm. And then our senior year, we got into this brand new dormitory, beautiful kitchen, great thing. And I remember um, we, we, we had a very different uh, outlook to meals. Like we, we did meals, we'd all like take turns cooking dinner and it'd be pretty elaborate things sometimes. Um, but I remember our, my senior project, my project team, I was like, okay, we're going to have, we were going to have our meeting after class. Like it was like in the evening and I was like, oh, I'll cook dinner for everyone. Just, you know, come over, we'll have a meeting over food and, you know, we'll talk over it. And I, I don't know what they were expecting, but I cooked, oh crap. I forgot <laughs> to mute my phone. Sorry about that. That was all right. Um, I am putting that on silent. Anyway, they, urgent, is it, I hope. well, it was, it was my mother calling. I'll, I'll have to call her in the uh, in the break to wow, see what that was about. first guest. <laughs> yeah, right. Anyway, I don't know what they were expecting, but when they came over, I had made I had made steaks. I had like wine with the steaks. I had sautéed vegetables and a baked potato. Like, I, I had made this whole like elaborate meal, and they were like, "Holy shit!" I don't know yeah. if they were expecting me to make like pasta or something. Just, Probably a pizza, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, or order a pizza or something. That's good. Man. Yeah, it does sound good. I mean, uh, yeah, you you always talk about. Um, uh, I know we get, we go back to this topic often, but with D and D, mm. you uh, would sometimes go to like, 
have large meetups at people's houses to do it. Oh yeah, and have like, you know, just have a big spread on, and oh, that just sounds fucking amazing. Yep, that's that's actually what we used to do. My um, uh, my friend uh, Kevin from college, he uh, he would he was DMing the game that we we're playing in, um, and he'd host it at his house, and you know we'd pick like we'd only meet up like once every one or two months whenever we'd be able to get everyone together, but we'd go up yeah. there for like eight hours and do like uh, um, you know him and his <laughs> his wife would do like a bunch of food like pulled pork and baked mac and cheese and you know other snack dishes we'd bring up either oh, snacks man. to go with that and some beer and just play D&D for like nine hours on like a random mm. Sunday it was amazing yeah it does sound so, so good. It just sounds so chill like I don't know yeah um but man, I don't know if I could deal with eight hours of TNT. <laughs> Wait, I mean, we we take a break, like an hour break in the middle to eat and just yeah. chat about other random stuff. Yeah, normally after about four, four or five hours of of doing weird and wonderful voices, um, I I, I I just can't speak for the rest of the week. <laughs> I, yeah. Oh man, I'll have to. God, now I'm just nostalgic for that. We haven't that game hasn't we haven't played in uh, quite a long time because uh, you know work and life and stuff. Uh, I know two of the people who were playing in that both now have kids, um, so that that puts a restriction on it. Um, and yeah, so I can get them to cook for you. <laughs> yeah, that's what kids are for. Well, I'm not sure uh, we'd trust those those kids around uh, like an open flame of a stove or anything like that. I mean, I wouldn't trust Jake around an open flame, but you know he can he can actually well. <laughs> no, Kevin's Kevin's more the cook than Jake, but I'm pretty sure Jake's been learning to cook. He can yeah. he can do stuff. <laughs> uh, we we have a very uh, very culinary family. Um, you have a very musical family. That too, yeah. I'm I'm one of the only ones that didn't get the uh, the music genes. Mm. I have a very techie family. Mm. Oh. It's funny how uh, families kind of focus down particular roots generally. Like, it's not often you get, I don't know, uh, an accountant and a fine arts student coming from the same family. <laughs> I'm trying to think if I actually know anyone like that where they've had that kind of a disparate profession. That split, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, you never know. Anyway, we are coming up on the end of this. Do you have any final thoughts on uh, topics before I close this out? Not really. Uh, and food topic is normally at the, the end of the podcast. Uh, <laughs> right. Celebrities should talk less. Uh, Twitter's evil. And... Cook some food. Shia LaBeouf is coming for you. <laughs> Shia LaBeouf oh my god if you yeah actually if, if no one has yet uh, look up and watch the music video actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf it is fucking hilarious uh, and actually a pretty good song um, but yeah with that this is the end of segment one uh, thank you for listening and you should hear us again soon
All right, and welcome back to the TMCJ podcast. We are now on segment number two, media. <coughs> Sorry. And then he's... St- <laughs> All right, the whole, the whole countdown. The whole countdown blue's like, hold on, hold on, I'm going to sneeze. Okay, I stopped. I waited. No, no, go. Oh, no, no, wait. All right. And the moment I hit record, <laughs> there's the sneeze. It's, it's, it's done. It's fine. Uh, professionalism. Professional Kaiser. Oh, the timing. Well, it was remarkable timing, just maybe not necessarily the way it should have been. <sighs> oh my god. Uh, I don't think we, we di- we've we done movie night yet this week, uh, have we? No, we haven't. We mentioned it yesterday, but I overslept, as I <laughs> often do. What what was the last... So, we didn't do anything last Sunday. No, the last one we watched was Night's Tale. Alright, well in that case, I have a movie to talk about. Do you? Mm-hmm. It's a movie... It, what? I was going to say, is it the one we're going to be watching? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I won't spoil it for you. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, we, by the way, we're you know, hint for the next time. We're going to be watching uh, the two... I want to say it was 2004. Uh, the movie's called Troy. Um, follows the uh, a dramatization of the uh, the Trojan War. Big budget movie. Amazing movie. Very well done. Uh, highly recommended. But we'll be watching that um, later. Uh, yeah, so the movie I'm talking about is also an older movie. I want to say it came out in 2005? 2004? I don't know. The movie's called Man on Fire. Um, right. And it follows uh, Denzel Washington. Uh, he is like an old soldier special ops person and he's kind of down on the outs. He's alcoholic. He doesn't really... He's kind of like lost his way in life. He's haunted mm-hmm. by you know, you know his, his past or whatever. He goes down to, to Mexico to visit, like, an old friend, an army buddy, special ops buddy, Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken, <laughs> I'm going to love... Again, because you can tell because I know an actor's name, I actually um, enjoy pretty much every role they play. Um, or I think they're silly in the case of Shia LaBeouf. But Christopher Walken is one of the ones that I think both. He's silly... And I enjoy every single role that he plays. Um, anyway, so he goes down there. Christopher Walken has got like a pretty good gig. He's just, you know, he's down there enjoying life down in Mexico City. He's walking yeah, God damn it. Um, so Denzel Washington goes down there. He um, gets kind of a, a kind of a, a budget job for him to be in a bodyguard for this this uh, little girl who's the daughter of some big uh, uh, factory magnate in Mexico City um, and uh, basically because there's so many kidnappings at, at this point in, in time I don't know if it's still true it might be uh, but in Latin America they give the statistic in the movie once every 60 minutes um, one person is kidnapped in Latin America um, was the statistic and anyway He's her bodyguard. Um, things are going pretty well until one day, you know, he gets uh, jumped. He kind of gets suspicious. She's coming out of, like, a music lesson. And um, there are these cops who are blocking off the road. And then another car comes through. The cops start shooting at him. Um, and the people in the car try to grab the girl. She ends up getting grabbed. And the, the rest of the movie is just him going on a rampage trying to get her back, essentially. Um, right. and just uh, 
because it's it's one of those stories where he was down and out he was like you know he he was on the verge of killing himself just doing Fucking nothing i'm glad we've taken a positive turn off the first episode god jesus let me finish this is the it has a happy ending so he um down and out wants to kill himself horrendously alcoholic and but the little girl kind of uh take like protecting her teaches him to like that life is worth living again like that that little that little beacon of positivity you know and then she gets taken and that's what sets him off on like the quest to you know get revenge because um and this is venturing into spoilers for people who haven't seen the movie uh they the guy uh implies that because they botched up the um uh the exchange like the the ransom that they were never going to see her again and so he assumes she's dead and just lays waste and goes on a very cathartic rampage against all the corrupt cops all of the gang people all of the, the people involved in the kidnapping that are taken a piece um is this the main character that's doing this or this the is the main character father? okay um and there's a there's a great line, um, a great exchange between Christopher Walken and this one like uh, federal police guy, and he's he's asking you know Christopher Walken what he thinks is going to happen, and the guy the guy uh, Denzel Washington's character's name is uh, Chauncey 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 No oh no I'm I'm trying to remember it it's no it's it's like it's it's a ch name like. I want to say Chubbs, but that's not it. Chugless. <laughs> I wish I could remember. Cleesey. Chickless Cage. His name is Cleesey. His name is Cleesey. Okay. His name is Cleesey. Um, anyway, so the Christopher Walken, I'm going to do my worst Christopher Walken impression. Um, he's he's like, some men can be, you know, some, some men are artists, depending on, you know, whatever they're good at. They can paint masterpieces. They can make, uh, they can make, you know, musical symphony. You sound like a twink, not Christopher Walken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I like I said, it's a bad impression. Just <laughs> okay, shut up and let me finish. Um, oh, crap! And I completely lost where I was in the line. Sorry. <laughs> um, he's like, Cleesey's art is death, and he's about to paint his masterpiece. And yep. like that, that line like really sums up the the rest of the movie. Anyway, I, I won't go into too much more detail um, because I do re highly recommend watching this movie because it's very good. Um, it sounds not dissimilar to John Wick, except instead of it being revenge, he's actually after a actual thing. Yeah, and it's it's. It it is mostly motivated by revenge, but it's it's different. Whereas John Wick was kind of like this over the top action, and you know, there's there's what all do this you mean? like it's all realistic. Yeah, funny. Um, this one is is much more kind of gritty. Like Cleesey in the movie is like he he's constantly getting even more hurt and even more wounded, um, but just by sheer willpower, he's just powering through like no regard for his own life uh, but I will well hold on I'm not done and so I will say that the movie does have like a very very satisfying conclusion I won't 
I won't um, like go into too much detail because again, I recommend watching it, but it does have a very, very satisfying ending. Um, and no, I have not seen any of the Die Hard movies. Oh, really? Nope. Yeah, that's fucked up. Uh, it's like a Christmas film. I haven't seen Die Hard. Jesus. How is it? That's a Christmas film? Yeah, the one at the the hospital. Not hospital. Maybe it's a hospital. It's an office building, I think. Uh, and you know, he's he's got the wife beater on, and he's fighting. You know, German guy. It's either German or Russian. It's always one of the two. <laughs> um, very good film. I oh, need to watch that at some point then. Okay. Well, so the, the other film. Sorry. No, 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 no. I just I've I've never yeah I can't I've never seen him. Never seen any of them. Yeah, my weirdly enough, my mother was a big fan of Die Hard, <laughs> which is hilarious because she doesn't like guns or violence or anything like that. But mm. it's so funny over the top that she weirdly really enjoyed it. Um, but no, I was gonna say the 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 next film that I want to queue up for you, because I don't think you or unless you have seen it, is the Truman Show. I have seen bits of it. Oh, okay. I, I've not seen the whole thing, but I think um, maybe when I was younger, it was like it was on TV or something like that, and I, I caught right. like chunks of it. Um, I, I know the the concept, and I've seen the ending. Um, right. Yeah. I don't know. I, I wasn't. Anyway, I won't talk about it because. Uh, but I would. I consider it a a clever film. Like it's not saying that. There's a lot of things that other films don't try and do. It's it's very outside the box. Um, but yeah, that's probably what, what we're watching. It's my turn well, next. God I'm, knows what Alicia's buying us. <laughs> I'm curious, because um, you brought up Die Hard. Another like classic action movie franchise that I also have never seen is Fast and the Furious. Yeah, I haven't either, but that's because I'm not a massive car fan. Despite playing Car Mechanic Simulator for like 50 hours. <laughs> so I, what am, what am I trying to say? Um, one that I've always wanted to see. There's only one of them that I've ever really wanted to see, and that was Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. Um, right. Just because I, I was th drifting has always been something that has looked really, really fucking cool to me. Whenever I watch like any sort of you know racing or car related videos yeah. Mario I, Kart yep. yeah Mario Kart exactly oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was yeah I was never I, I think I've mentioned this before on the podcast I I was never really a big car guy and I, I kind of I, I now know quite a bit about cars but that's just because I watched a ton of Top Gear <laughs> like it has very little to do with actual interest yeah. um <clears throat> But when I was growing up too, like a lot of my friends, um, one of my one of my best friends in high school, like really loved like racing games. He'd play like you know, the uh, off road rally sport kind of racing video yeah, games. Forza and all that. Yeah, Forza. Yeah, I sucked at those games. Absolutely sucked. Yeah. Um, I didn't have the patience for them really to learn them. Well, right. You and plus you're supposed to hit the brakes when you go around corners. What, what's up with that? No, just hold the acceleration. That's how I play racing games. <laughs> Pretty much. Require uh, patience. Kind of oh thing. my god. Also, all the tracks are like... It's like the difference between... Um, the difference in golf, right? So there's regular golf, 
which is really dull and boring and the whole place always looks exactly the same and then there's crazy golf <laughs> which is like a quarter of the time so you're not left standing around just staring out the middle distance of a fucking field and it actually has some interesting like dynamics and turns and colour and buildings and all that and it's like oh it's nothing fancy but it's something to entertain your mind would this be a bad time to mention that my dad is an avid golfer yeah, I remember you saying. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping, I was hoping by that you meant he's an avid crazy golfer on a professional level. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, he uses yeah. a uh, he actually uses a driver at a mini golf course, just launches it right from the parking lot into the uh, 18th hole. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so, sorry, sorry, guys, his dad. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I just don't. Maybe it's saying when I get older, I'll. I'll grow into. Well, I feel like that—that that is one thing. Golf is definitely a sport that you kind of have to grow because it's—it's a slower-paced, more patient, relaxed kind of sport. Mm. Um, it doesn't have the kind of clashing, high-speed action that a lot of uh, sports. It's one of the reasons, and I'll—I'll get in trouble for this for saying this. You know, living near Boston, um, baseball's never really been my kind of sport. Like. Um, I like watching hockey. I like watching our football. Mm. Um, but baseball's always bored me because it's like, let's, um, you know, <laughs> all these other guys are going to sit out there and just wait. And then we're going to take turns one guy at a time to come up. And it's just between these two guys. He's going to throw the ball. You're going to hit it. And then everyone gets to take their turn. Like, it just... Yeah. It... There's a lot. There's way too much downtime in that sport for me. Do you know the uh, the? So you know how uh, America stole football, basically, right? The the word. Yeah, yeah, and they made it like a basically just rugby, but with slightly small small differences, right? Yeah. Well, we kind of did the same with baseball, because <laughs> uh, I'm sure you've probably heard it. Most people I don't think will have in America. We have rounders. Yeah, if you know what that is, okay, I, cool. I I'm a, I'm familiar with it, and I actually, but it's not something I've I've known about for a long time. I found out about it probably in the last five years or so. Okay, yeah, but it's like a you, it's a one-handed bat, so it's like a truncheon kind of thing. Um, other than that, I think the rules are pretty much the same. We just rebranded it and stole <laughs> stole the premise basically. I don't I quite enjoyed that though. I don't know, have you ever seen the video of uh, John Cleese talking about the difference between American football and everyone else's football? No. It, it's pretty funny. Because <laughs> he, he, he's like, he's pointing out, it's like, you know, in uh, football, or as the Americans call it, soccer, um, <laughs> yeah. you have a ball that you hit with your foot. But in American football, you have a special yeah. type of object that's not really a ball um, that you most of the time carry with your hands. There is one yeah, person that... who's allowed to touch it with his foot, but he has to be specially brought out onto the field. <laughs> I never even thought of that, really. Like, yeah. Football. Yeah, the, the running it's... joke is American football should be called hand egg. <laughs> yes. Um... Is it played much in like Brazil? You know, South America. Uh, no. The so only they other... play our football a lot down there. They're they... very famous for it. The only other place I know of that plays a lot of football, like our 
American football is uh, Canada. Yeah. Uh, Canada, and but they do it differently. Their their fields are longer. Um, oh really? Because I think they they have hundred meter fields, whereas we have hundred yard fields. Um, okay. So their their fields are like something like thirty percent longer. I Damn. may be getting that slightly wrong, but I know their fields are a different size. Them some fit Canadians. <laughs> I don't know. I so the first time so one of my, my best friends from home, she went to college in Canada and mm. uh in Montreal. And I went up there one time. First of all, it was a culture shock to me. I was nineteen years old at this point. So in the States I wasn't old enough to drink, but up there I could go to a bar. Um we go to the the football game, like American football game, and uh, I was we were watching the game, and they're playing, and refreshments were being served. You know, they they go around the game selling snacks and everything. It was this is this was the culture shock to me. The female, the women's hockey team, was selling beer as a fundraiser at yeah. a school game, and that just. A, like the fact that that's that's the most Canadian thing I've ever heard is a women's hockey team, and oh, B hockey in general. Well, hockey in general. Well, we have hockey around here, but it's not big enough around where I live um, that they have like a men's and women's team. Really? In fact, most uh, my high school didn't have hockey at all. But um, over you, here, hockey is considered a women's sport. Really? Yeah. Which is madness because it's fucking lethal. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say. Like, I don't want to play it. That's sure. My, I remember my my dad used to play uh, hockey. I remember going to see his games when I was younger. Um, mm. uh, and uh, yeah, it's that 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 sport is brutal. Like you get people smashed up against the the glass, and like fist fighting is practically part of the sport. Um, well, I mean, yeah. I mean, wait, are you talking about hockey or ice hockey? Ice hockey. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, we don't really have ice hockey. Well, you're, you're talking about can't... field hockey. Well, on a court, yeah. Okay. Like you wouldn't. It'd be on like um, what's that shit they put like, tennis tennis court stuff. Uh, Astro, no, not Astro. Astro no, not Astro turf. Uh, like, is clay uh, maybe? Plasticky stuff. Yeah. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I have no idea what it's called. But yeah, it's fucking terrifying. Well, like, I'm don't get me wrong. In school, I was afraid to walk past the football field. I yeah. would not walk past a freaking hockey area. <laughs> so I, I will say um, that's different. So ice hockey, yeah. I'm talking about ice hockey. The women's ice okay. hockey team uh, was selling beer um, as a, a fundraiser. But, I yeah, in, in my high school, we did, we had field hockey, which, again, it's not the same thing. It's played with these, uh, like, shorter sticks with a tiny little curved nub on the end, um, whacking around like a... It looks like a croquet ball, honestly. Yeah. Around a grass field, uh, into nets. So, and that was a that was a women's sport. Uh, we didn't have a men's field hockey team. Um, yeah. Yeah. What about lacrosse? Did you guys have lacrosse? Uh, hang on, these rhymes for what lacrosse is. I, I'm pretty sure you probably didn't, because it's a sport that originates in Latin America. If I'm pretty, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. Lacrosse is a commune in France. What? God damn it! <laughs> How do you spell lacrosse? Oh, that that way. Okay, right. Yeah, I got a complete wrong spelling. Uh, yeah, <laughs> no, that's the that's the one with the weird net sticks. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. We don't have that over here at all. I don't think. 
God. So, <laughs> at first I thought you were talking about polo. How did this happen? Where this is this is the media segment where we're just like comparing sports between countries. Yeah. Oh my god. It's been yeah. like a whole a whole podcast since we've talked about the difference between England and America. I feel like this is our shit. Like this is yeah, this is our content. <laughs> this is our guilty pleasure. We always whenever we devolve into this, it can go on for hours. Just um, segregating. Go on. What about um even Wait, do you have polo over there? Polo? Is that is that where you, the guy on the horse hits a ball with a yeah. stick? Yeah, hammers no. and horses. I'm I'm fairly <laughs> certain we don't have that. I know what it is, but if we have it here, it's it's a very like niche thing. Yeah, I mean it's it's not a big thing over here. Um, it I I imagine only like the most poshest of schools kind of thing would ever teach that. Well, yeah, I, um, I doubt, I can't imagine it would be at a school here. Yeah. Also, what's, hang on, so there's polo and then there's water polo. Where you Is ride seahorses. No, I'm kidding. I, uh, thought, I thought water polo was just like volleyball, but in the water. Yeah, it's like football slash volleyball. Because, because, it's, it's, yeah, obviously you can't use feet in the water. Um, but yeah, there's like football goals. And but somewhere out there, there is like fun. an average sports connoisseur who like knows about all of these different sports who is cringing horribly listening to us. <laughs> I think my descriptions are quite good. <laughs> uh, oh, what about croquet? Uh, well, so yes, but that's more like a just like a garden game. Um, yeah. Well, I, I I did play I played croquet when I was younger. Like I remember That's having it set up in game. people's yards. Yeah, but so yeah. is um, I don't I don't know what you guys Bones. call. Well, yeah, I think that's what you guys call it. I'm thinking like uh, we call it bocce ball. Bocce ball. Okay, that's definitely not what I was thinking of. Bocce ball, like you gotta hit people with a ball, haven't you? What? No. Uh, I'm trying to look at bocce ball. Bocce ball is like so, you. B o c c e. Uh, c c i I think. I, I think I, you're wrong, but go on. <laughs> okay, fine, whatever. But l let me describe it and see if that's what you've, you've pulled up or what you're imagining. So, again, a yard game. Uh, you have, uh, each team has, or each team or each person has two colored balls. So, like, red, green, yellow, blue. Yeah. Um, and then there's a yellow, a tiny yellow marker ball. Um, whoever's mm -hmm. starting throws the marker ball, and then... The goal of everyone else is to get as close to the marker ball as possible. Yeah. You get both balls close, three points. One ball close, one point. You can knock people's balls away. Um, does that sound so? That that is what you're thinking of. Well, yeah. My um, one of my grandmothers. I don't know if she still does it, but yeah, she used to play that. Um, we've actually. I looked at bocce ball, and literally, it's like something from my childhood because I remember seeing these actual things at yeah. their house. And uh, yeah, the the there's. I've seen, I don't know if you have, seen, like, world championship players play it. Mm. And it, it's really intense. It's like these really old people, like, yeah. staggering up, and then they do it. And it's, like, so precisely perfect, the way that they do it. And they just, they're just like, geez, they just stand up. They don't make any, like, success, like, whooping or anything. Stand up, turn around. See like, yeah. next. <laughs> I've been doing this my whole life. Yeah. That, they got so, style. 
That is very different from... So typically, the times I've played it have been at, like, cookouts and, like, in people's backyards and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll typically do it in ways to just, like, fuck with people. So when I Mm. I have the marker ball, I'll just whip it as hard as I can. Yeah, and smack other people's balls out of the way. No, 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 the marker ball. So, like, people... Yeah, no, sorry, I know, as well, I meant... So, like, I'll throw the marker ball as far away as possible so, so that... So that you really have to, like, you have to throw the bocce ball overhand to actually get anywhere near it. Um, and I, I mean, sometimes now it works out, sometimes it doesn't. that's making people cringe. <laughs> Overarm swinging a bocce ball. <laughs> oh, it's a lot of fun. And sometimes, you know, we'll, we'll always try to do, like, trick shots. Like, one time we threw it, like, over uh, my friend's house. And so you had to throw the ball, like, around a corner somehow to get to the marker. Um, right. Yeah, we'll always do, like, silly stuff like that. I remember at one... I think it was one of my friend's graduations. Um, I got the all the players to agree that I could play the entire game from a lawn chair. Like, everyone... Like, the rules were the same, except I didn't have to shoot from the starting point. But the rule was I could only shoot from the lawn chair. Yeah. Um, I had so I sometimes I had to throw it backwards. Sometimes I had to throw it really far away. But my lawn chair was always in the same spot, and I actually yeah. I won that game. Uh, yeah, it's it's just a fun game to screw around with. But yeah, I I didn't. I can't even imagine what a professional version of that would look like. Yeah, it is really quite impressive. Oh my god. Like, so, imagine bowling to be like a, a subpar version of it because they've got to actually stop it at the right time. But anyway, sorry, go. What's it, it? Almost the way you're describing it sounds like curling, but on grass. Kind of, yeah. Except it's only one person. There's no mop boy. Oh, <laughs> frantically jerking off in front of the stone. Oh my god. Man, there's a lot of stuff you can add to the census this week. Yeah, again, if I remember. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to happen. We both know it won't. <laughs> oh my god. Um, yeah. Sorry, what were you talking about originally? <laughs> uh, well, we were starting off talking about media. I was talking about that movie Man on Fire. Oh, and yeah, yeah. I have no idea how we got here from there. Mmm. A long and crazy journey. Uh, was there any other topic you had in prep for this? I mean, I had one other thing that I have been, like, media-wise that I've been going into this week. Kind of a follow-up from last week. Okay. I, I was, last week I was talking about that book series that I had started, The Formic Wars. Um, yeah. And since last week, last week when I talked about it, I had, I was probably a little more than halfway through the first book. Uh, I'm now on the third book. Like, I've been plowing through it. It's really good. Um, and the book series is just keeping up. The characters are well-written. And one thing I realized reading through it, and this is something that not a lot of authors, uh, even if they try to do it, they're, they're not necessarily successful. The guy who, or I guess it was two people that wrote this book, and I'm not sure what degree both of them did the writing for one was like doing setting and another one was doing characters or whatever but they did a very good job making each chapter like depending on what character it the chapter is told from the perspective of 
like they change the way things are writing like the the perspective on the world is notably different so like yeah. there's there's a chapter by this guy who's the son of like a corporate you know billionaire and his his chapters are written in such a way that like his perspective comes through as very um it's very clearly written from the perspective and the worldview of someone in that position but then you've got another chapter it's this chick who's like fresh out of college in her first job and she's like out there to change the world and she thinks you know she's gonna be smarter and better than all her competitors and she the the chapter is written in such a way that it really you feel like you're seeing the world through her eyes right mm -hmm. in the same way that the corporate guy you're seeing the world through his eyes another one's like this kid who's kind of lived out on the frontier and you know again it feels like you're seeing the world through the eyes of someone who grew up in that circumstance yeah. I, it's just it's very well executed and I, I didn't realize it until the se uh, the second book or maybe it was the end of the first one where I was listening to the perspective of this one character and I realized like I was like oh my god this person this like this this whole chapter is like annoying me and I realized well I think that's on on purpose it's written by a character or it's it's told from the perspective of a character that if i met them in real life would annoy the shit out of me hmm is that good writing then or is that i, I think it's good writing because it like you're it gives it's getting a reaction out of you so i suppose it is well it gives it gives each character more life right like each yeah. each chapter is written in such a way that you feel like you're actually seeing the world from that character's view hmm more than just hearing them talk and like describing them um just the way they describe things seems in line with the character that's telling the a given chapter yeah and like as we've said pre um, many times previously it's kind of the flaws that make characters like, oh yeah it's it's you can't have the the the, the good without the bad yeah, and that's oh, it's just boring <laughs> well yeah it, that goes back to our the when we were talking about the marvel movies it's the reason i dislike yep. superman and captain marvel because they're flawless mm. they're just these you know perfect beings and the only time anything interesting happens is when some outside force holds them back somehow yeah, um, yeah. but inherently they themselves don't seem to have any real flaws and so that just makes them boring as characters yeah and yet i maintain that i am not a boring character despite being flawless in every way uh and that's the end of segment two everybody <laughs> <laughs> next week i'll be uh returning with my new partner <laughs> raymond <laughs> oh god we need to get him on here for a segment we except do. i don't think he wakes up this early to hear some of someone else's opinions <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh yeah god you'd make such a good redneck um, hey i don't know if we, actually i don't know whether i should take that as a compliment or an insult well it wasn't meant as i well. <laughs> <laughs> oh it's, my it's god state of being what can i say it's a state of being oh man all right well i think uh that's where we can end off segment two uh thank you everyone for listening and Pussing we will what oh yeah putting up with us yeah that's probably a more apt way to put it uh but either way um thank you and uh you'll hear from us again soon
and welcome back to the TMCJ podcast. We are now on segment three, our wild card segment, which we best segment our best segment. I don't know. I feel like we've barely used this segment for any of its our suggested purposes for it. Um, yeah, well, that, that, that's the that's the idea of it. It's so random. Not even we know what we're talking about. <laughs> Uh, it's not exactly I mean, what I intended when I envisioned either it. Either too but... high on coffee or drunk on alcohol by this point to understand what I'm saying. Oh my god. <laughs> little column A, little column B. Um, yep. So, I actually feel like one thing we should talk about is what we were just talking about in the interim there. Um, Blue, Blue just tried Googling the name of the podcast, TMCJ Podcast, and sure enough, we are the first entire page of results on Google. For two and a half pages... It's, yeah, that's pretty impressive. Unfortunate, what's a little bit more unfortunate is, um, well, maybe for the people who are searching uh, for just TMCJ. TMCJ, the abbreviation refers to the YouTube channel that I have that I'm posting this stuff to, that is The Man Called Justice. Um, however, apparently, TMCJ more commonly is The Man Called Jesus. Which is weirdly close, now you think of it, about it. Like, I, three of the words in a row, the same. I didn't ever think that... Like, you know, I know the, the what is it, the what would Jesus do? Like, I know that abbreviation was very popular. I'd never heard the man called Jesus. So, if people are trying to search for the man called Jesus podcast, if that's even a thing, that is not what this is. <laughs> uh, no, 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 this is totally that. We are all about Christian values and... And, uh, give be, us your views. We're gonna be sorely disappointed. We did talk about religion like once or twice, but we did. That's um, that is not for, the primary theme of this podcast, especially not for this our Christ episode. homies out there. Yeah, considering how we opened this episode, that is definitely not this podcast. Yeah, probably not. Um, but hey, it means you'll get you know all those that that Christian clickbait. I don't know where you go. Why I'm going with this? I'll stop talking. Oh my uh, god. Can I put Jesus in the thumbnail? <laughs> no, don't put Jesus in the thumbnail. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh my god. Damn. Uh, okay. Well, <laughs> that was not... But it is exciting to know that if you actually search TMCJ Podcast on Google, we not only come up, we dominate all, the entire search page. Yeah. Um, it's quite fun. So that's something, a little bit of a, little bit of a, at least you know Google listens to us. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So again, I didn't really have anything to talk about in this. One of the ideas I had, um, and it's something that came up a, a couple times, um, was how like uh, actually no, this is you know what, I thought of the perfect thing to talk about. Yeah. So what I had written down was uh, Amazon shopping, and specifically I was thinking of us like looking at Amazon, like our personal Amazon pages, and seeing like because it, it curates the results that come to you, right? Uh, right. Based, based on what you've shopped at, and ostensibly what you've looked up and searched and talked about, but because they are creepily listening. Before this goes on, I want to put one resounding flaw in the plan. That I'm sure it's going to be. Yeah. Uh, and that is that Amazon is linked to my Audible account, and I've been looking up how, you know, dinosaur romance novels. So... Oh, right. <laughs> well, that was another podcast. <laughs> I'm not like... sure I want to check that. <laughs> so, that was my first idea. Um, and I'll admit, it's kind of 
a shitty one. I did have, I, it's funny though, I did um, take a brief glance at my own Amazon page because of that, and it mm. is a interesting eclectic mix of computer parts, that... uh, video games, books, and random household appliances. Oh, and MREs for some reason. Um, for those who don't know the acronym, meal ready to eat, like they're essentially survival food or meals that are passed out to soldiers and stuff. I think they're just selling that shit to everyone because everyone thinks the world's ending, but yeah. Again, I admittedly, bad idea. But it made me think of a conversation that I'd had with uh, Juan and Raymond the other day, um, a few weeks back, and uh, Juan kind of pointed out that it's something his, his wife used uh, Facebook for. Like, Facebook curates your like ads for you, like shopping, like if, if you are looking up a whole bunch of things or if you're talking about something it'll curate the ads to whether you like it or not uh to towards trying to sell something personalized to you and he was yeah. saying that his his wife actually used it as like a personal shopping service almost like she's like well she didn't mind because it's like oh amazon knows exactly what i want to buy it knows my tastes yeah. and so i don't have to browse around and up until that point it was like I didn't even know people like that existed. Like, I just assumed most people like me were annoyed by the ads and creeped out when they were customized for me. Yeah, I didn't really like it when, uh, when especially when things show up on like YouTube and stuff, and maybe like, I don't know. Yeah, it's a bit weird. By the way, just just as a quick side note, because it's pertinent to what we were talking about just before. Yeah. I go on Amazon.co.uk, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't know Amazon do podcasts, right? Do they? Yeah, apparently. Uh, maybe it's linked to Audible or something. And um, <laughs> we should look to podcast... see. Uh... Sorry, go on. The podcast that's uh, that's suggested for me is called "I Can't Believe It's Not Buddha." <laughs> I can't believe it's not Buddha. <laughs> I think it's Lee Mack, I think, uh, and someone else by the looks of it. It looks like Lee Mack, anyway. Oh my god. Um, yeah, religious podcasts, right there. It's the first thing recommended to me. Well, you were looking up all that um, <laughs> spiritual stuff for oh, that one yeah, podcast that's segment. True. That's probably why. Speaking yeah, of that's Amazon. Such a weird book. Sorry. Literally, while you were saying that, I just bought something off Amazon because I have it up. Yeah. Oh my god. It's Dang, too easy. Hoaxed. Show me GPS tracker for dogs. I've never bought any dog-related gear. <laughs> Top starter projects. Let's try something bird feed as well. Oh my I don't God. think this is my stuff. Wait, are you on? Are you logged into somebody else's Amazon account? No, 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 no. It's my Amazon account. I just don't. I, I just think they they've given up on me and have started suggesting just random shit. Um, there's PS. All games, but I would never buy a game these days because it's all digital. Oh, really? Uh, okay. I I only buy physical copies if I can. Yeah. Yeah. No, none of this is recommended for me. I don't think. Amazon forgot who you were. Pretty much. Wait. <laughs> I, Sorry, I'm. No, no, no. It's 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 fine. I'm just I'm thinking about this now, um, in terms of like advertisements and buying. Do you find like with the advent of 
online shopping. I know with video games and Steam, I definitely... I, I make a lot more purchases than I ever normally would. But oh, a yeah. lot of them are discounted. So I'm, I'm just... I'm wondering, like, if it's a if it's a net positive or net negative, the ease and accessibility of being able to just buy whatever happens to strike your fancy. Well, I think when I often buy, let's for example, a new game. But I mean, it tends to be when I'm like really bored or I'm I'm just not feeling great. I need a distraction. It's like buying. It's it's basically the equivalent of going out to the pub, right? Yeah, or buying comfort food or something, something like food. that. Yeah, except the next morning I've still got it and I'm not throwing it up in the bathroom kind of thing. <laughs> um, so I suppose, I don't know, I've always think, found games quite a therapeutic, shall we say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, and kind of worthy purchase. I'll, I'll admit to, I've, I've done the same thing where it's just like, you know, it's a, it's like a quiet Sunday and mm. I don't really feel like you know, doing much uh, around the house. I'm just like, I, I want to play, play something, you know, slow-paced, kind of quiet, just something to, to keep my mind occupied and to pass, like, a lazy Sunday afternoon or something like that. And I'll, I'll do the oh, same thing. To. I'll, like, go, go on Steam or whatever, um, sometimes Xbox or whatever gaming platform I happen to be using at the time. Yeah. And... Uh, See if I can't find something that just seems right for right for the occasion. Yeah, I thought it sounded like you were about to start a country song for a second there. Wait, what? I don't know. When you started the sentence, it was like, you know, it's a cold, calm Sunday night, and I'm just like, you know what? I feel like playing games. And here, <laughs> here comes the acoustic guitar in in the background. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. What's his name? The 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 ginger guy. That plays guitar. Uh, Ed Sheeran? Yes. Man, everyone knows him just by that. <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> but, yeah. The ginger guy that plays the guitar. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> to be fair, name one other guitar playing ginger. Uh, exactly. There aren't any. <laughs> that's a good... I can't think... I, honestly, I Oh, can't... wait. It's your oh, cousin. Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Jake, Jake is ginger, and he does play the guitar. I was thinking Kevin. Well, they're both. Jake's more ginger than Kevin. Oh, I didn't know Jake was ginger. No. Oh. I'm trying to picture I've them seen, both. Like, very rare. I guess. I guess Jake is more yeah. blonde. I'm. I'm trying to picture them both. This is what the quarantine's done. It's been forever since I've seen either of them in person. Yeah. He was like. I was in call with Yee and Scott the other day, mm -hmm. actually, it was a few weeks ago, and Yee was like, yeah, I don't think I've ever seen you, Blue, and Scott was like, it's literally his Discord icon. <laughs> That's what he looks like. <laughs> Doi. Uh, but I don't actually like that now, because I've got short hair. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, my icon looks pretty much like I do. I'm kind of... Uh, torn between should I update the, the Discord icon because I kind of want to but at the same time if I update the Discord icon too many times in close proximity it seems a bit weird uh, well then yeah. no one knows who you are you could be anyone exactly like that time we my, all changed our name to Blue Bear my lustrous British accent and they're like ah yes we know this one <laughs> oh god that reminds me <laughs> I can't remember where I or who sent this to me 
but this this picture it was just i don't know it was a post and the quote is in it is british for desu oh right yeah, yeah. what's this what uh you I know in oh, okay it, never mind i'll explain it to you after the podcast it's not, okay it's, 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 <coughs> oh i'm so sorry <laughs> so thank you <laughs> Uh, it's that's um, gonna really destroy the mic. Desu is like a like a cutesy way to end a sentence in Japanese. Okay. You see, you're a freaking weeb. weeb. So what were we talking about originally? We were talking about Amazon shopping. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, you know whether or not it was good or bad purchase. And then we we kind of moved on to Steam and making purchases there. Um, but I was thinking like Amazon, like just now I bought. I just bought a case of like um, seltzer water because mm. it was like ten bucks, and I like it. Wait, what's seltzer water? Or well, not actually. I think this was just uh, well, seltzer water is basically like just bubbly water. I think they might add stuff to it. This was um, Perrier, so just like lime flavored carbonated water, like a mineral water. Mm. I'm um, not a lime fan. Oh, I love lime. Like, even when I'm just drinking normal glasses of water, I'll put, like, ice, squirt a lime in there, and then fill it up with water. And it's just, it's lime water. It tastes delicious. Mmm. Okay. Mind you, I put, like, strawberry jam into a glass of water, and that tastes delicious, so. Strawberry jam? Wait, into water? Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with you? It's just strawberry-flavored water. But why jam? Because it's just, literally just the taste of strawberry that's it and it mixes in with water i didn't i'm i'm at it's a loss a good, like my, my choices right <laughs> are water as in tap water or coca-cola all right it's a good middle ground <laughs> it makes me sound like i'm really poor um <laughs> it's really nice i don't know I mean, I guess, you know, more power to you. Wow. <laughs> I know that tone of voice, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing a God lot damn. more uh, herbal tea lately. Um, or drinking a lot more of that. Because um, now that I've found this little... It was a gift, and... It's just like, it's this little teapot with a tea infuser, like, in it. And just... Ever since I, oh I started using this thing, I've been drinking a lot more tea. They should need to make a brand. Maybe it's already out there. Called tea, as in T-E-A, mm -hmm. and tea. Wait. It's like TNT, but it's tea and tea. Get the fuck off this podcast. That's amazing. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is Man, but what would it even genius. be other than a horrible pun? <laughs> it could be. I don't know. I'm, I'm planning the actual product now. I don't drink tea, but it's a creative way, and I think it would stand out on the shelf because tea is not funny. And tea, <laughs> <laughs> I think people would buy that. Tea is funny when you teabag people in FPS games. Maybe, maybe it's like a really strong tea. It's like explosive flavor. TNT. I feel like you could make like a an alcoholic tea, and do that. 
Mm. Or just yeah, like, or, or no. Tea. Or maybe spicy. Like a really spicy tea. Like you get a lot of alcoholic coffee, but not really tea. Really? We have it here. Mm. Well, not that I know of, anyway. Uh, there's... I, I mean, there's like, I suppose if you say Long Island iced tea. Well, yeah, that's, that's, that's one thing. There's also, uh... They call it, it's called Twisted Tea, and it's like this cheap, it, it, if you look at what it says on the bottle, it's like, it's supposedly like an iced tea, like a, comes in a beer bottle, it's like an iced tea kind of flavor. I've personally never had it. Yeah, um, it sounds pretty gross, tea in a beer bottle. As far as I, I, I don't know, I can't speak to it. Um, but I, I read the label on it one time, and it's actually uh, labeled as a flavored beer. Right. So it's called Twisted Tea, and it's marketed like an alcoholic iced tea, but it's technically classified as a flavored beer by the FDA, mm. so... Oh my god, okay, when I, while I was working at uh, mm. my old job, and occasion, very occasionally I'd have to do like the, uh, the alcohol section, like the beers and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and you know how you get like... In the vegetarian, air quotes, vegetarian section of a supermarket, it's all just, like, vegetarian chicken, vegetarian beef. There's no actual, like, you know, vegetables, right? Yeah. So, the same thing here. There's, in the alcohol section, non-alcoholic beer. Mm. Like, don't put that in the alcohol section. Put that in the soft drinks. Because yeah. that ain't beer. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, technically, I've so I've I've kind of I've warmed to this in recent times. As you, as you know, I've talked about how um, I know you say you enjoy the taste of them, but I still don't think they deserve to be in the, the alcohol section. But I mean, yeah. that's it, it is beer. It's just beer with little to no alcohol content. Cause I, I don't know about in the UK, but in um, in the US, to be classified as a non-alcoholic beer, it has to be less than point five percent alcohol by volume so less than half a percent alcohol by volume right. um so but yeah no like i tried the um a while back you know i like heineken as a beer mm -hmm. they did um they did a sample you realize pack. you're outing yourself to all your family and friends right now go on what did i like heineken <laughs> they know i like heineken do you like um <laughs> low percentage alcohol beer well no percent I, low percentage no L like no percentage yes like is it if I'm drinking a beer that has alcohol in it, you know, I want it to have alcohol in it. But if I'm drinking a beer that has no alcohol in it, it's because I want it to have no alcohol in it. Like, I don't like the, the beer that's, like, just extremely low percentage, like a shandy or something like that. That's a soft drink. And I don't really mm -hmm. like those. But, no, but Heineken did that promotion where they, they sold, like, a 12-pack of beer. And it was normal Heineken beer, but it came with three free cans of the the zero alcohol one i tried it out it's it's not bad you can definitely taste that there's something missing in it but it's pretty good hmm yeah i'm not a beer drinker so i wouldn't really know <laughs> i never I like cider but... oh right and cider over there is a very different beast than cider over here yeah yeah like you guys the cider is typically like a, a stronger more bitter drink over there isn't it or um, at least I'd stronger they're, they're pretty damn sweet i would say but still it's 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 on the stronger end alcohol wise right nah really okay 
Maybe I'm getting the I wrong mean, there, impression there is then. A, um, there's uh, one of the one of the spoons that I know. They do this thing. I, I think it's called George and the Dra No, it's called Black Dragon. I think, mm -hmm. and it's a mixture of cider and whiskey, in a pint. Oh God, uh, that's pretty. That's pretty strong. But I, generally, cider no, not very strong. I I've mentioned this before. One of my favorite fall drinks is you take like a you know pint glass, and you do, you have like a bottle of. Either either alcoholic or non-alcoholic cider, depending on your preference, and then you have like an Oktoberfest beer, like some kind of Oktoberfest beer. It doesn't really matter the brand, um, and you fill the glass half with the Oktoberfest beer, and then the other half you top off with cider, either again alcoholic cider or non-alcoholic cider. Isn't that a shandy? If you use the non-alcoholic stuff, yes. Okay. Technically. Um, but it's a great... I find it to be a really, really good, like... Right when the weather starts to get crisp in fall, it's a great drink for that. Mm. Um, and again, to your taste. If you want something lightly alcoholic, use soft cider. If you want something, um, you know, along the same lines of alcohol content as a beer, use hard cider. But it's, it's tasty either way. Hmm. So, uh, what were we talking about? <laughs> uh, we were talking about Amazon shopping, and then oh, we've yeah, just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. At this point, we've just kind of gone off into the the weeds. Like you said at the beginning, this this is, this is segment has just chaos. Chaos mm -hmm. reigns is what we should call segment three. Yeah. What, uh, what was I thinking? There was something... Oh, speaking of spoons. Mm. Uh, you know how in the last Spoons, one I was talking by the way I just I feel like I have to clarify because it's not a chain over here I know what it is because no. you took me there when I was in the UK but it's yeah. it's like a it's like a chain restaurant um, for people in the US it's kind of like a, a kind of a lower end version of Fridays or Applebee's <laughs> it's it's where you get the cheapest booze <laughs> yeah exactly like, it's a it's a cheaper version of it, it's more in line with like a Denny's or an IHOP except they serve booze yeah um, so they they do also do food, and uh, I hadn't realized that the uh, the the percentage off they still they are still doing it um, the eat out to help out thing, mm. uh, and so I just was dropping by there because I'd forgotten to eat breakfast before I left for for Bristol one day, and uh, I got like a, a full uh, burger, chips, and a drink for like. Four pounds or something. Oh, I think it was less than that. I think it was like three pounds. So good. That isn't and bad. And the other thing, which I uh, posted in general chat the other day, hmm. uh, this wasn't actually at Spoons. This was at um, another chain that I yeah. frequent. Um, the the like the fanciest goddamn nachos I've ever seen. Korean barbecue sauce, chicken. Sesame seeds sprinkled on top with sour cream and cheese. Oh, yeah. Honestly, I, I said so it good. in chat, but when I saw that picture, it looked—it honestly looked like some kind of a deconstructed apple pie. Yeah. Because of the the weird ingredients, but it sounds delicious. Mm. Also, because yeah, the sour cream looks like a dollop of actual cream, and the uh, the yeah. sesame seeds sprinkled on top just look far too fancy to be on nachos. Um, God damn, they're delicious. Oh man! Even the chips looked interesting. They were—they weren't like normal, like that normal yellow corn tortilla chips that you see with nachos. They were something else. 
Were they? Were they? I, they looked like it in the picture. Yeah. But yeah, normally over here at least nachos are expensive as fuck. Uh, I know the place where I first worked, it was such a freaking rip scam. Um, it was like eight pounds for just like a, a shitty paper box of nachos with uh, cheese and jalapenos. Um, it was so bad. But here, this was like a, a bowl for two for five pounds, I think it was. Oh. That is delicious. Yeah, that's not bad. Mm. Yeah, I keep finding I'm I'm posting my pictures of food more and more these days. It's pretty bad. I yeah, I feel I've, like a Twitter person. I've fallen fallen into a pretty bad habit of taking pictures every time, you know, I cook uh, something that comes. Oh, speaking of that, last night I did like um, I don't even know what to call this. I, I was making like uh, my own little burritos because I had a bunch of ground uh, beef left over. Um, it was ground bison, and so I ground bison. Yeah, bison bison's really good. It's like it's. I don't think we get that over here. Cause well, yeah, you probably not. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we have bison. Bison meat. It's it's more expensive than beef, but it's also it tends to be a little bit uh, leaner and higher in protein. Yeah, and um, so I had I had some left over. I'd used to make burgers early in the week, and so I, I browned it all up. Got some flour tortillas, put some, ground up some cheese, put that in there with some onions and um, like some green uh, sauce and just made myself some little mini burritos. They were delicious. Hmm. That does sound good. Yeah. yeah. We talk about a lot about food this, this week. This has. Yeah. And the thing is, normally I talk about food a lot when I'm hungry, but I've, yeah, I just had breakfast. Hmm. Yeah. But I... Um... Other than that, I've been playing a lot more Wii games. Uh, did I? T I can't remember if it's something I mentioned last week, but we've been on WarioWare. You know what you didn't talk about at all uh, this podcast that you said yeah. you were going to? Yeah, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> right, but good. I was like, oh, maybe I should, because I feel like, like every week or every other week, <laughs> I'm being, I'm being a bit of an asshole. Uh, <laughs> but I say these things. Um, okay, so the continuing strife and struggle of uh, getting Alicia to play computer games continues. This week we were playing Super Mario Galaxy. I'm sure it's a fan favorite. Uh, a lot of people know it and love it. And God help me. I, uh, I'm sorry, sweetie, for shouting. Uh, <laughs> like, at the time. Um, that was that was that was tough to watch. <laughs> I can't it. And uh, trying to direct someone in a three D world is very tough. I mean, God knows, Kaiser's just as bad. <laughs> and I shout left and he turns right. But I, um, I just don't know left from right. But yes, trying to teach someone how to wall jump and uh, what how to stomp on a Goomba. Or spin attack, and ah, oh, I was having a small mental breakdown. But yes, uh, other than that, Mario Galaxy, generally pretty fun. Uh, WarioWare, a lot of fun. WarioWare is really amazing love game. WarioWare. Yeah, I love WarioWare. Mm, it's such a. You'd think on the face of it that I would hate that game because it's kind of 
I don't want to say it's toilet humour. It's mm. just very childlike in appearance. Yeah, but it's it's more like a, it's kind of like a party game, isn't it? Oh yeah, absolutely. It's the kind of thing where it's it's best played when everyone in the room is roaringly drunk and can't stop giggling. Uh, it's it's that kind of you know it doesn't no yeah. no one actually cares. I mean you can get competitive over it for sure. But yeah, it's just something silly and goofy to play you know to keep the party yeah. going. But no one gets frustrated if you lose kind of thing. Yeah, I I have um, um I don't have the one for the Wii I I have a Wii U um I'm like one of the ten people on earth that actually bought twang. one. Um, <laughs> but there's a WarioWare version of that and you know how it has like the tablet. Um, I use like it uses that, so the tablet is part of the you know the warrior. They they do a good job using that tablet to um be part of the the whole party game experience. Hmm. Huh. Yeah, a lot of fun. Uh, played through that. We also did LEDs or LEDs, as the the game says it. LEDs. Uh, yeah. You kind of you walk around a house and you've got to catch these like little electric blobs which hide in items and run away from you and slowly you get more power and you can lift larger objects and open new doors uh, incredibly difficult <laughs> I will say interesting uh, it's yeah quite fun game but yeah that's just uh, these are old Wii memories so the, the LEDs LEDs or whatever you How's yeah. it spelled? Is it like LED, like the light bulb? No, so it's spelled E-L-E-E-D-E-E-S, I think. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think the, the game is like, we've got to make it slightly less obvious, so they pronounce it LEDs. Huh. Um, is... Yes, yeah, the, the pun is obvious. God. Alright, so... We're coming up on the end of this, right? We're, we're, we're near the end of the podcast. This is way too happy and wholesome an ending, so I'm going to talk about something that annoyed the fuck out of me. God. To end okay, us. <laughs> so that book series that I was talking about in segment two, um, I don't know who was in charge of directing the people reading uh, in the second book, but that person is a dumbass and needs to be slapped. Because okay, of, for the, for because the sake of, of those who have listened to this on a different day, could you remind us what the title of the book is? So the book series is called The Formic Wars. The second book in the series is called Earth Afire. Um, the thing that I'm talking about is... So, acronyms, right? There's maybe a, a, a wide array of ways you can pronounce things, right? So, But some things are fairly well established. You Like a light bulb that is L.E.D is pronounced L-E-D. People don't say a lead. They say yeah. LED. Um, some things are a little bit more ambiguous. You can say ASAP or ASAP. Those are kind of interchangeable. One, right. uh, so this is, again, being in a sci-fi book, some of the soldiers have a uh, display on their helmets that gives them vital tactical information. Now, yeah, a heads-up display. Yeah, exactly. And how would you pronounce that as an acronym? HUD. A HUD, exactly. I like it. I was list, I'm listening to it in audiobook format, and every single yeah. time in the first book they pronounce it right. They say HUD when they're when they're talking about it. Heads up display and HUD. That's it. Yeah. Either you either say the whole we thing are nerds, or HUD. Though, bear in mind. 
But in the second book, my problem is they got it right in the first book. In the second book, every single person, he looked at his H-U-D, and I'm like, oh, oh, oh. say that. I was trying to work out how they could say hood right. I was like, no. they like, that he looked at his hood. <laughs> no, no. That would be forgivable. This was just every time. H-U-D. They got it right in the first book, and then they're, they're yeah. spelling it out in the second one. No one says H-U-D. It's a fucking no. hud. Damn. It was like it yeah. got, it got under my skin way more than it should have. <laughs> it sounds like it, <laughs> but I can imagine that does get probably a bit repetitive. When I was reading um, ah, uh, the Necronomicon, the famous cult book, right? Yeah. There's a particular set of words you see it with a, a few book series actually. Um, a particular sets of words that you hear. Slightly too often, um, and the, for, for the Necronomicon, it was uh, to describe something as cyclopean. Mm -hmm. So a, a cyclopean pillar, for example. Yeah. Um, which I feel like it's, it's one of those things where the first thing you write, you're like, "Oh, that sounds really cool. That sounds mysterious and and fancy." Then you realize they just found one cool word and can't stop using uh, it. Yeah, they keep using it, and I'm like. Okay, it just, oh. I, I literally don't know what this pillar looks like anymore because it looks like every other pillar in the fucking universe. Are you familiar with, um, oh god, what the hell is that called? Just waffle for a minute. I gotta look this up because I want to get okay. it right. Yeah, the other the other one I remember hearing like that kind of thing from is um, oh, which, which book it was? I I think it was the Ben Elton books, and he had a very particular um preference where it came to certain people and so you'd see the same kind of person in like all of the books um, and so until it became just a point where you're just waiting for the characters to prop up in the book um, yeah so it was kind of I don't know a bit fourth wall breaking for me <laughs> a little bit the I, I found what I was looking up have you heard of the short story uh, the eye of Argon no Okay, I know what segment three is going to be next week. We don't have a better thing. We are going to read through this beforehand and then discuss. Or maybe we'll just li yeah. read it live during the... Um, we. Oh, how, how long is it? Uh, maybe like 20 pages. Okay. Anyway, I, I think it's better. There's a game you play with it. So to give it, give perspective, there's a... a don't, don't look this up uh, in, the, in the coming week. Because I think yeah. what we'll do with segment three, if we don't have a better idea, is to play this game. Uh, the game is, you have to read through the story, and every time you laugh, you switch, and the other person starts reading. Um, okay. And it's best done if you've never read the story before. Um, for me, it's been years, so uh, hopefully it'll have that kind of an effect. Yeah. Um, Essentially, the problem is, guys, I'm very competitive, so I'm going to try my damnedest not to laugh, and it's going to sound really boring. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. It's It won't okay. sound boring, trust me. Um, gotcha. But to give you a brief uh, summary, not of the, the story, but of the background behind it and of what the game is, um, the, the story was written by some kid and submitted to a sci-fi magazine back in maybe the 70s or 80s or something yeah. like that. Um very few copies of it still remain. Somebody managed to find it, uh, an original copy in an original magazine, and made up this game. 
years and years ago and now it's on the internet uh essentially it it's just and it's sad because this was written by a guy probably when he was like 16 years old it was maybe like just him right essentially fan fiction um yeah. but it follows like this barbarian who goes quest it's like a D fan fiction yeah. story the problem was that the guy the guy who wrote it um clearly had a th thesaurus and he focused on one word in particular he really liked was Stygian. And he uses that yeah. word relentlessly in the short story. It comes up like every few seconds. Um, but the rules of the game are simple. You read and you trade off with whoever else is reading. It, it could be done with a group or just two people. You trade off every single time um, you come across... Uh, every t single time a chapter ends or you screw up because you you laugh or um just read something ridiculous and go like what or something like that anytime yeah. you have to stop because of some kind of like reaction to the story okay is is the grammar correct because no the grammar could oh it's not okay that's so where i'm gonna fall off the, the grammar's for the most part, it's it's correct, but every now and again, it's there's spelling mistakes, there's occasional grammar mistakes. Um, yeah. It's not like it was written by a, like a second language; it was written by an English speaker. Um, yeah. So it you won't have to worry about that too much. But okay, what it we're sounds gonna, like a, a fun thing. It is a fun thing, and it, it's the first uh, idea I've had for the third segment that I think um, will actually be really entertaining. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Stygian. It's uh, it's it's a word that comes up constantly when you're talking about Cyclopean. That was what I was thinking of. Was this short yeah, story? Stygian. I, I, in fact, I might even bit. No, it can't be Stygian. Okay, but yeah, I, I've definitely heard Stygian before, but I can't think of where. Uh, it's it's, it's yeah no, sorry. Classic uh, dark medieval fantasy word. Yeah, it sounds. It definitely sounds it. Um, when you mentioned fan fiction, I was like, oh, maybe we should do like a fan fiction part three at some point. Oh my <laughs> Just God. the most batshit crazy ones we can find. That would be fun too, actually. Uh, it would. Oh, man. All right. Well, you know what? We're we're actually over by quite a bit, but we, we, we stayed to time for most of this episode. So I yeah. think we can wrap it up there. Any final thoughts before I do an outro? Uh, I think this has been a very... Uh, a very I would describe this podcast as Stygian in, in this aspect. Yeah. And not Cyclopean. Uh, yep, Cyclopean. Uh I I honestly I can't think of a single fucking thing that we talked about today. <laughs> <laughs> well, it'll be more incentive for you to listen back. In deedles. Um, all right. Uh this is the end of the podcast. Thank you everyone for listening. Uh if indeed you still are at the end of this. Um, I'll help you. This today was a weird one. It was, but I yeah, I think we covered some interesting topics. Uh, yeah. Hopefully you'll come back next week and listen to segment three where we, we play this game with the Eye of Argon. Mm. Um, but until then... Oh, thank what you. about... Oh, shit. Okay, sorry. Go finish. God damn it. Until then, thanks for listening. <laughs> Have a good week.